to the Grace Based Family Podcast. This is Dr. Tim Kimmel. For over 40 years, our ministry has been teaching people all over the globe how to turn God's act of grace into the defining feature of their closest relationships. We're excited for you to listen in on the conversation. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Michelle. Today, we're going to talk about something fun, life hacks. Are your kids into watching life hack videos on YouTube? Oh, yes. It's like everything. It's like how to put on your sock the fastest or how to peel a mango. The be- my, oh, I have my one son, Hunter. He's always like, mom, there's a life hack for them. I'm like, okay, fine. <laughs> so, I mean, I looked up a life hack. That's what a dork I am. But the Oxford Dictionary defines life hacks as a strategy or technique adopted in order to manage one's time and daily activities in a more efficient way. So I love me a good life hack, but sometimes there's just too many life hacks out there. Do you agree, Kelly? Oh, yeah. Sometimes the life hacks can make life busier and more complicated. So there's definitely a reason to kind of narrow down the life hacks that you, you know, orchestrate in your own life or that you focus on in your own life. And that's what we're here to talk about today. And I'm really excited about it. Right. And one thing, this, I was thinking how in the beginning of um, January, everyone does these big New Year's resolutions. And I've never done them. And people are like, what's your resolution? I'm like, yeah, I got none. And I think it's because probably when I was younger, coming up with these like really big systems, I, I'd always pitter out. It was just mm-hmm. too overwhelming or too much to manage. Um, where more small intentional steps every day are easier for me. Mm-hmm. And like one step in the right direction for me, I'm a lot more likely to keep doing it and having it become part of my rhythm. I mean, there's so many times where I've been like, we're going to do a big chore chart and it's going on the fridge and it's color coordinated or I'm doing like rainbow bento boxes and everyone's (laughs) lunch this year and everyone's going to get a taste of the rainbow of every fruit and vegetable and then come like, you know, February 2nd, like this is the worst idea. So I think if we put too much pressure on ourselves to create and stick with these like big systems, it takes more motivation and momentum to keep those things going. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just, it's overwhelming. So today we're going to talk about some small things to do, some small life hacks, if you will, just to help keep consistent rhythms in mm-hmm. our families. Cause we're all very, very hurried and very frazzled no matter how many life hacks we can watch on youtube that's why i also like to call them like intentions yeah um i don't do new year's resolutions either i try to do intentions that way if i don't stick with it i don't feel like i failed right you're like (laughs) i was intending to yeah i like to i like to accomplish things so um i think these can also be looked at as great intentions to weave throughout your day or through your year that just help you be a little bit more um, organized, successful, a little less hurried. Mm-hmm. So um, one of the first things I thought of, I am, and you, everyone here makes fun of me because I am very old school. I'm a paper calendar person. I'm a wall calendar person. I am terrible with anything digital. Um, but I think for families, sometimes that really helps. We have a whiteboard in our kitchen and um, my husband, I'll see him walk by and be like, oh, wait, what do we have Saturday? You know, mm-hmm. I'll put all the kids' sports on there, or the plays and the orthodontist appointments, just the stuff that everyone needs to know. And it's it's kind of like the central hub for the family. And that yeah. just helps. Now, digital is great, but kids can't see the digital. And mm-hmm. so for me, I'm a paper list maker. Another tip that a friend has um, has given me is 
a whiteboard. So she said, write the things that you want your kids to do on a whiteboard and they'll feel like such a sense of pride being able mm-hmm. to erase. Oop, I did that. I brushed my teeth. I did my homework. I packed my lunch. And so they're not super rigid. Like mm-hmm. you said, you, it's there's a little flexibility, but these are the things I intend for you to do. And you can swipe them off that <laughs> expo board when you're mm-hmm. done. Yeah, we've done all of those things. Um, definitely have the whiteboard that we've used for just lists and to-do tasks around the house, Um, I would get in this, like like you mentioned before, like this grand idea of like a huge chore chart, but that became so much more work for me to manage. So we got little just cheap whiteboards from the dollar store where each day I write down two or three chores. Um, That day, once I get home from picking them up from school that I know I need help with. So instead of like set chores, that are the same every week, it's, for me, it's been more helpful to be like, what do I need help with today? Mm-hmm. And then I write it down on that on that whiteboard yeah. and they have to complete that um, those tasks before they're allowed to have like their screen time or go outside and play, whatever. And that's been super helpful. So I do love like old school lists. Um, we were paper calendars until this last year and we did go digital. I know that seems very overwhelming to you but when you get to the age where my kids are and they are teenagers and they have their own phone we're oftentimes going in 20 different directions not that you aren't with little kids but we're not home often for them to check that central hub anymore Mm -hmm. and you know my daughter's trying to make plans with her friends she's got a job she's you know got a boyfriend and it's like hey can we do this on Saturday what's this look like and for me it became so much easier when we transitioned to a shared calendar on our phone where everybody can see what's going on when so now my daughter can check the calendar while she's at work before Mm -hmm. she texts me and says hey mom I know we've got this going on on Saturday is it okay for me to do this Instead of her, you know, asking me and me having to go to check the calendar and then relay it back. It's like all right there. So I think there is a great um, time and place for the wall calendars and the paper. But then there is a great Mm -hmm. season of life where that digital transition can happen and help make your family run a little bit more efficiently when you get to a different season of life that's awesome that seems a little overwhelming but also exciting yeah (laughs) whenever it has a i'm not gonna lie it was a little overwhelming at first but now that we've been doing it about a year it it's so much like Mm. it's life-saving time time saving everybody's color coded digitally so i don't even have to get like the colored markers or pens out that i used to do and it's all right there so Definitely helps. Well, let's talk. We're talking about kids. Let's talk about um, projects. Oh, man, that is like the bane of my existence. Mm -hmm. So we have a very wonderful school, but they are always doing projects. And um, tonight we have a play and someone has to dress a certain way and costumes and, uh, you know, insect things and all these things. And I've always kind of (laughs) subscribed to the philosophy of let's just meet the bare minimum and the like hit the objectives let's go to good grade but we don't need to go over the top because you see these kids that 
go over the top and the parents stress themselves out with the costumes or the project and you can tell the parents did most of it anyway Mm -hmm. and the kids don't care they're going to wear it for 30 minutes so my kids are always like we have like the dorkiest costumes i'm like guys sorry i'm i'm sorry i'm not gonna buy like a tom sawyer outfit like we're gonna make do what we make do and it's Mm -hmm. gonna be good enough (laughs) yeah we were um my kids are kind of out of the you know that those kind of project phases but when we were there I was the thrift store queen when it came to costume projects, those kind of things like Goodwill, thrift store. What can we, what do we have around the house that we can piece together and make it look, you know, honestly, um, our old school would do like a, a book, a book day where you dress up as a character from your favorite book and they do a parade. And it was also a contest. Mm-hmm. And you would think that the kids with the, you know, like $150 costume that's like to the T of Tom Sawyer would be the ones that win. No, the years that I literally cut something out of cardboard and painted it were the years my kids won. Literally one sheet of cardboard, a giant apple tree and painted his face green and he got first place out of the whole school. And I was like, why am I killing myself? Yeah. On these other years where I'm trying to make something so elaborate or spending a ton of money when everybody just thinks like this giant cardboard cut out of a apple tree is like the <laughs> coolest thing ever. So I, That's awesome. yeah, F- set a limit, set a budget, what, what works for your family and just be content with that. Don't feel like you have to measure up to anyone else um, because the, the, the teachers honestly can see right through that. They can right. see which you know, project the child did or the parent did. And what what life lesson are we teaching our kids mm-hmm. too if we're not giving them the tools to complete it themselves versus us doing it for them so that way they can have the best looking project? Like, you know, what I think there's some underlying uh, issues yes, going on there. I, I agree. Um, and along those same lines, uh, with homes like with pinterest now and all the social media it is so easy to scroll and be like oh i want my pantry organization to look like that Mm -hmm. i want my closet to look like that right and we see these like beautifully decorated homes from the holidays and all this and sometimes it's like oh gosh i'm not living up my house doesn't look like a magazine cover and and what you said you hit the nail on the head it's this like comparison game where Mm -hmm. if we just say you know what I want to keep an uncomplicated home. Mm -hmm. Cozy does not have to mean burdensome or cluttered. I can decorate my home and switch out a few things for the holidays and have a pretty organized pantry, even though it's not like every matching bin labeled perfectly with chalkboard paint. Um, That's okay. And that life hack is called keeping your sanity yeah, (laughs) and keeping your clutter at bay. (laughs) Right. Well, and I think there are different seasons too for that. Like when my kids were younger and I didn't work outside of the home as much, I had more decorations for each holiday. I had the labels in chalk paint and I, because I am a creative person, I enjoyed that and I um, really liked having things, you know, look real pretty, but now I'm in a totally different season and I've had to learn like it's okay Mm -hmm. like we have the bins and the baskets for clutter which are a lifesaver because you can just 
toss things in there, hide it away, but they're not labeled fancy with a, <laughs> you know, chalk pen. I don't even know. My chalk pens are probably dried out at this point. I haven't bought a new one in probably 10 years. So, you know, it's like, let these life hacks grow with you and change with you too in these seasons. And what what was your standard at one point in time? Like, it's okay if you let that go and it changes as the seasons change things might not that might not be as important like and one of the things we talk about um is making the main thing the main thing mm-hmm. so you know if you, the main thing in your life right now is to have the time that you need to prioritize your spouse and your kids and the activities that you guys are involved in your work some things are no longer main things like when my kids were little and I had nap time to fold and organize and use the pretty chalk pen like I don't have that carved out anymore to give me the time to do those things so that's no longer a main thing in my life and that's okay yeah and making the main thing <laughs> the main thing I always tell my kids that because I'll be like um excuse me what should you be doing right now <laughs> like I have a kid that it's like I am making last night he was supposed to you know eat dinner brush his teeth finish his homework get his reading done take a bath all these things in a half hour and he ha- was taking uh the magazine coupons and wadding them with the pool water into a giant like paper ball i'm like okay (laughs) he's like this is what i have to be doing right now i'm like no this is you need to prioritize and so i think even as adults we do that Mm -hmm. we think oh we have the whole day to ourselves so hmm, i'm gonna start watching like makeup tutorials on youtube which uh, i don't do that but i'm sure some people i should probably do that (laughs) Um, or my husband will be like i need to uh hose down patty the front patio and i'm like we have people coming over in 10 minutes i think what you should do is maybe get out of your swim trunks and get it take a shot right so i think we um need to time block the priority activities and then fill in with Mm -hmm. the want to's and and teach our kids to do the same and then we'll feel less hurried when Mm -hmm. the main things are getting accomplished absolutely yeah definitely prioritizing um your day your week um even your months kind of having that like mapped out will help you because I don't know about you but there are plenty of times where even I just find myself like cleaning the house I go okay and I have time to empty the dishwasher right now I start emptying the dishwasher and I set something on the counter to put it in the cupboard and but then I have to move something on the counter to put the thing in the cupboard so then I start picking up the things on the counter and then I end up in one of the kids rooms putting that thing away and then next thing I'm doing is picking up a load of laundry and throwing that and it's like whoa whoa whoa, whoa. bring it back <laughs> what was the main thing at that time that I was trying to do empty the dishwasher because I knew I had time to empty the dishwasher and if I don't keep myself focused on that the dishwasher's not going to get emptied because I'm doing all these other little things and then I'm going to feel stressed out because next thing you know it's time to leave to take so-and-so to practice and nothing ever got accomplished Mm -hmm. so it's trying as hard as it is I just watched a really funny reel on Instagram um, about that today where like as moms we kind of get in this like loop where you start one task and it spills into like five other things and that one thing never ever got Mm -hmm. accomplished and 
accomplishing those things are going to help us feel less hurried, less stressed. So if we can resist the temptation to, to move the things on the counter and just focus on the dishwasher, you actually will get a lot more done and feel less hurried and stressed. Mm -hmm. Another thing that we've done, which is hard for me because I'm a people pleaser, is to set some boundaries and say no to things that don't really matter mm-hmm. <laughs> or sh- don't take priority in our mm-hmm. family I should mm-hmm. say so um, for example you know how nowadays everyone co- invites all the kids to a birthday party in a class mm-hmm. so I'll get an invitation and I'll be like who's Samuel like Samuel's having a birthday on Saturday you're invited and they're like oh I want to go I'm like no, I'm sorry no yep trash mm-hmm. and that's not against Samuel but and sometimes we do if we know that this is a kid that doesn't have friends or something but um we've really streamlined I started out like that and I was so stressed all the time mm-hmm. buying first of all buying presents for everyone spending two hours at like an indoor smelly feet jump place and spending taking time away from our family so we've really streamlined it where we're like look we're gonna do birthday parties of our of our close friends mm-hmm. um and along those same lines there's like so many great things you can do um, with school or with church, in your community, book fairs, volunteering, you know, chaperoning, t- PTO, all those things. But I think one of the biggest tips would be to set boundaries and to be able to say no mm-hmm. to free yourself up to saying yes to mm-hmm. your family and your relationship with the Lord and being able to serve others. Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I read a great book years ago. Um, called the best yes and um it's it's to that point of you you don't want to say yes to everything because then those yeses don't get your full attention your full like full value um but kind of look through those options of that come across your calendar your plate whatever and what is your best yes because that's gonna be the thing that not only fulfills you but also you're able to give all of yourself to that so like volunteering it's like you know you're getting asked to help with this in the classroom this at the sports team this at church this everywhere you know and it's like if you say yes to all of those you're going to come frazzled stressed out probably late so you're not giving your best yes to all of those things but if you pick one or two of those things then when you do show up, you're not as stressed out, you're more engaged, you're able to give your best to that thing that you said yes to. And so I think that's huge. And also, we have to remember what we're committing to, we're teaching our kids to commit to. So if you're a people pleaser, and you're saying yes to everything, but yet you're stressed out, maxed out, overwhelmed, guess what you're teaching your kids to be? is stressed out, maxed out, overwhelmed, and not how know how to set good boundaries or say no. And so it's like we have to remember that our children are watching. We're teaching them through our actions. And I think the other thing that's important around this is um, also I've said it already before is the different seasons of life you're in. Mm-hmm. Um, There are going to be seasons when you can volunteer more and give more of your time. And then there's going to be seasons when you can't and do not feel guilty about that. We're in a season where I have to say no more than I get to say yes. But I'm okay with that because I know the years prior, I was able to say yes a lot. And I served and I helped with a a 
joyful heart that did it because I felt the Lord calling me to do it. But now I feel like he's has me in a season where it's okay to say no and I don't need to feel guilty about it. So mm-hmm. just keep that in mind. That's a good word. Um, <laughs> along those lines, I was thinking of personal care. Let's talk about that for mm-hmm. a second. So we're talking about kids, kids, but I know as moms or even dads, there is a lot of stuff that is, especially now, there are so many things that we can get caught up in. Oh, I need to get my hair done, my mm-hmm. nails done, wax. I mean, there's people like laser things now and go to like <laughs> hydro floating stations right? or yep. massage. There's so many things. And I know this is speaking from like a, a place of privilege and all that, of like people that can afford all these things. Mm-hmm. But it it would be a full-time job to maintain all that. And so oh, yeah. <laughs> our life hack is like pick one or two things. If you're, if you're able to do those things and that's something that brings joy to you, pick one or two and let the rest go. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, I have the worst cuticles because that's not important to me. I haven't haven't painted my nails in 20 years and that's fine. But maybe that's something that Mm -hmm. you love doing and you don't care if you get your hair cut every, you know, four months, whatever. So find one or two things, stick with it, let Mm -hmm. the rest go. We are not striving for perfection. Right. (laughs) And we don't need to spend all that time and um, be stressing about trying to keep up with the Joneses and the Instagram models. Yeah. I think that's the key thing is don't feel like you have to keep up or don't live in a place of comparison because you'll never keep up you'll never hit that point where you've arrived and it's like good to go there will always be something that is the next thing um and so just be mindful of that like ask yourself why do i feel the need to do this Mm -hmm. is it something like you said that truly does bring you joy i have a girlfriend that loves getting her nails done she does all the fun little colors and It just brings her so much joy, and it's a special treat that she does for herself monthly. And that's great. I don't have that joy. I don't care. I don't spend the money on it. Because personally, like the minute I get the nail polish on, I start picking it off. I tried. I tried to do the whole nail thing, and it just was a waste of my time and a waste of my money. And it didn't really bring me much joy. So, you know, find that thing. Um, but don't feel like you have to keep up and um, just make sure that the intentions behind what you're doing are, you know, true and pure and lovely. And, you know, Philippians 4, 8. <laughs> mm-hmm. Exactly. Like we're saying, we're, we're giving these funny life hacks or, or ways to help kind of slow down your family and can maintain a, a consistent rhythm. But really, a lot of it is the heart behind it mm-hmm. and giving yourself grace. And yes. that's really <laughs> oh, our message today. Um, one thing that always makes me laugh when I do it or when other people do it is when they're caught off guard by things that consistently happen like on a regular basis so let's talk about like i have little kids they are losing uh, teeth like weekly there's always a need for a dollar right mm-hmm. so a life hack that we've discovered is i go to the bank and i get 20 dollars in ones or next time i'm at the grocery store i get a bunch of ones i keep them in a ziploc baggie i hide them up in the laundry room so when they're like coming home from school with that little dorky bracelet with the or necklace with the tooth hanging off. I'm like, <laughs> most parents are like, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I don't have any, I don't have any cash for the tooth fairy. And it's like, oh my God, it's stashed up in the <laughs> laundry room. So finding these little, mm-hmm. um, 
like having emergency cash at home. So when the kids come home, they're like, I need $6 to pay off my library book. Otherwise, I can't get my report card. I'm speaking from this week's experience. Um, <laughs> or, oh, the ice cream truck is here. Just have have some cash on hand. Don't be surprised that there's going to be little needs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I could have used that life hack. The second to last tooth. Oh, All no. I had, and I had, I did have a one. But okay. I also had like a, I think a 10 in yeah, my wallet. no, that's not, yeah. And I asked my older son to go, because they share a room, my boys yeah. share a room. And I was like, hey, when you go to bed, can you do the swap for me? And he's like, oh, yeah, sure. And I was like, money's in my wallet. Oh, no. And guess what he grabs? He gave him a 10? He slipped him a 10. Wow. You have that a bougie yes. tooth fairy. I know. That's what I said. I was like, wow, the tooth fairy must be rolling in some extra dough. And at that point, like the next morning, I didn't know until the next yeah. morning when my youngest came out and was like, the tooth fairy brought me $10. It wasn't even a molar, you know, <laughs> like it had no value of $10. That is awesome. And I was like, oh, what? Do I, yeah. What do you do in that moment? No. I yeah. was like, dang it. And I never have cash on me. I was right. like, you gave him the 10? Like... <laughs> I needed that for something else, you know? I know. So I, I definitely have learned my lesson from that one and do try to keep some cash laying around. That's yeah. a brilliant. Another one is like holidays come up all the time. Mm-hmm. Mother's Day, Father's Day, every year. Why does it surprise us? Right. Why do we not have cards to give? And then we're having to rush to the store just to buy those. And that's not using our time wisely. So buy the cards especially at the end of that holiday when they're on sale and stock up. We have a bunch of cards on stock. I keep blank thank you cards, just blank note cards. That way, you know, when Johnny's birthday party does come up that we did say yes to because he is a good friend, we have stuff on hand. I don't have to make a special trip to the store just to buy a birthday card. We can use one of the fun blank cards and they can write a personal note, draw a picture, you know, those kind of things. Or the Mother's Day cards that we got last year, I have on hand. So this year we have some, you know, and every few years, then you're replenishing those things and you're not taking extra time out of your life Mm -hmm. to accomplish those things. Yeah. And they're so cheap at the dollar store. Oh yeah. Yeah. My husband will be like, oh, I need a sympathy card for one of my co-workers and I'll pull and I was like, how did you have that? Why do you have a sympathy card? I'm like, because I just keep a few stocked yeah. for this because I don't want to frantically have to go to the store or mm-hmm. send you right now. So. You can even, not to plug Amazon because I'm not an affiliate and will not get any <laughs> money for this, which I feel like I should. No, <laughs> but you can go on Amazon and buy a, a gift card box that has like dividers and everything it has a lid and then it has cards for all those holidays and then when you run out all you have to do is like replenish it but it keeps it nice and organized awesome and yeah so there's definitely ways to be uh better equipped in those areas Mm -hmm. but that also like goes into like the fact like i said Mother's Day comes every year. Birth, yeah. You know, holidays, birthdays. Birthdays come every year. I know. I have a birthday calendar. I think I got it on Amazon. It was like $9. I've written in permanent marker. It's like a month. Uh, it's, I'll say May. And it has every date. And I've written like May 17th. Uh, Charlotte, May 30th. 
Amy, whatever. So every month I just flip it and everyone in the house can see it. So even my kids will be like, oh, mom, tomorrow's Megan's birthday. I'm like, oh yeah. But it's a visual reminder for me. Oh gosh, I got to get a card in the mail for her or I got to get a gift. It's always funny to me when they're like, oh, your birthday snuck up on me. I'm like, how does it sneak up? Like I've had 40 birthdays. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not that I, I don't need birth, I don't need cards or presents, but um, I just, again, minimizing things sneaking up on me because that's when people feel frantic and yeah. chaotic. Well, and if you've gone digital like I have, your phone, you can put that right. their birthday in their contact on your phone. And your phone does this great little thing called a reminder. Yeah. And exactly. it doesn't let you forget it. So you don't even have to remember to go check the paper calendar. Right. Right. Either way, just <laughs> being yeah. mindful of yeah. things that happen on a reoccurring basis. Try not to be surprised by them. And whatever system works best for you to do yeah. that. Um, one, one thing that I always find funny is, and I'm going to throw my husband under the bus a little bit here, but he is, um, the king of doing chores that need to happen on a consistent basis, but never doing like those big things. Mm -hmm. And, and he always is like, oh, I feel like I like never get anything done. And I'm like, well, you, he's very, he's, you know, he'll mow the lawn, he'll do clean the pool, he'll get the cars washed, he'll do all these things. But then he never like cleans off the dining room table which is full of like packing and shipping supplies from like 2007 I'm like what is going on on our <laughs> dining room table so um this life hack is maintenance is not going to propel you ahead <laughs> in life so if there is something that is bothering you whether it's your dining room table um or cleaning out your linen closet or how dirty the inside of your freezer is because somebody spilled a slushy um <laughs> think of just one thing that you can do above and beyond mm-hmm whether it takes you do one a week or one a month, just you have to chip away at those bigger things yep. because the normal day to day, like washing the dishes, doing the laundry, do, vacuuming, those are all needed to maintain like a healthy, normal looking home. But they're not going <laughs> to really help you get those big projects uh, knocked off the list. Absolutely. So funny. And then the with the home, real quick, the bins, the baskets, you already talked about this. But the best life hack I have is I have this big vase in the kitchen, like a flower vase. Mm -hmm. And then I have like a tray in the dining or the living room. And when people are coming over, we're like, <gasps> we just swoop everything up and throw it in the vase. Like, yeah. you know, we have fidget spinners and Pokemon oh, yeah. cards. And what are those gidget things that go in their crocs? Widgets? Or oh, whatever. um. Gibbets. Gibbets. Okay. <laughs> I never know what they're called. So I'm like, ah, so just swoop them up and put them in a bin or a basket. Yeah. You know, same with shoes. If you mm -hmm. just have a place where things can go and everything can have a place, you can organize and do those deep cleans later. Right. But if it's just like, I feel like a cluttered home can, helps you like relax. A decluttered home yes. helps you relax more. Even if things are jammed into one of my vases or, or bins, at least I don't see it. Yeah. I had a friend that would do that same concept when people would come over, except she would use her dishwasher. She would throw all the Oh like, my. I'd probably do junk, oven and like, forget. In the dishwasher. <laughs> I've been known to throw stuff like clean laundry back in the dish in the washing machine just to oh. hide it. Like if I don't have a hamper available and yeah. it's sitting on the couch waiting to get folded and the <laughs> dryer's full of clean clothes too, you know, I just toss it back in the in the washing machine and close the lid and it's out of sight, out of mind. Um, and if I forget and it gets washed again, no big deal, yeah. you know. But yeah, I think that also goes into like clean as you go. Like mm -hmm. 
not only for yourself, but teach your kids this as well. The biggest pet peeve of mine is in the kitchen. And my mom taught me from a young age that when you're cooking or you're baking, you clean as you go. So it's not such a big task afterwards. And that's always stuck with me. And I've tried really hard to teach my kids that same concept. It's not perfect yet. But I am seeing it improve, especially in my teenage daughter. She had friends over a couple weeks ago and they decided to have like a cooking night and they made food from scratch and she actually like cleaned as she went to where when they were all done, there were dishes in the sink. Um, And I went into the kitchen after her friends left and I was like thinking they were dirty and I was going to have to clean them. And she's like, no, I already washed all those. And I was like, Oh, I've taught oh, you well. Yes, you finally have mastered the skill of cleaning as you go. And it really does help. It does. Because then afterwards when you're tired and you just want to sit down and enjoy the meal or whatever the case may be, like it's already halfway done. And yeah. Oh, I am such a clean as you go person. Or yeah. unpack as soon as you get home. Unload mm-hmm. your backpacks, your stinky lunch boxes. Let's yes. put these toys away after before we take out something else. Um, Absolutely. That's really helpful. So something that is weirdly unique to me, and maybe other people do this, I don't know, but every Christmas, especially now that people can order things online, I feel like I start ordering a bunch of stuff. It comes in boxes and I don't know what it is. So I just like jam it and hide it in my closet. (laughs) And then Christmas comes. I'm like, wait, how many presents did I get for this person? Did I actually buy those leggings for my niece or did I say I was going to and I never did? So what I do on my phone is in the notes tab, I keep um, a note every year. It's like Christmas 2022, Christmas 2023. And I keep, I don't delete them. So, and it's just a reference so I can go back. I write everybody who I have to buy gifts for. My kids, my husband, in-laws, teachers, neighbors, whatever. And then I put a little check bar box next to it once I got it. So if it's like Brayden, you know, hat, I do a little check. Oh yeah, I got him that hat. Okay. That's probably jammed in that Amazon box or whatever. (laughs) Right. Um, And it's also a good reminder because I'm like, wait, did I get the teachers, all the teachers a present last year? Or just did I not give the math? Let me go look and see Mm -hmm. what I got. And so it kind of helps you keep track of what you've bought so you can remember what you have hidden all over the house so you don't accidentally buy something twice. And just a reminder of like, oh yeah, this is, oh, I can't forget this person. This is what I gave them last year. Let's kind of stay along the same lines or price range or whatever. So yeah, my Christmas phone list of, um, gifts yeah has been very helpful yeah we do the same thing and our kids the older ones started making a list on their phone and then they text it yeah um they use the notes option on their phone then they text it to the whole family yeah, because super helpful. you know my parents are always asking me oh what do the kids want and I'm like I don't know I haven't really like asked them yet <laughs> yeah or my brother he'll wait till like the week of Christmas to do his shopping and he'll want to know what to get them and we've already done all of our shopping so it's helpful to be able to share that list with them and say we already got xyz this is still out for grabs you know that kind of thing so i love that that's your one list that is digital um i also keep i I have a lot of weird digital lists like vacation dream spots um small group dinner ideas like weird things like that but not calendars yeah i haven't made that transition that's good 
Well, speaking of dinners and lists, um, another thing that's super helpful is to plan out your meals Mm -hmm. weekly. Um, Keep a menu. I know you keep a menu on your fridge for everyone to see. I love to use um, an app called eMeals. There's tons of apps out there, but they like it has all these recipe ideas and then you pick which recipes you want and you kind of build your own weekly menu off of that. And then the best part is if you do like one of those click lists where you can like order your groceries online and then pick it up, this app is connected to most grocery stores or, you know, places that you purchase your groceries from. Um, where you submit your it like will pull all the yeah, ingredients super up easy. and like add it to your cart for you or whatever it's like super easy and um, that is definitely something that's helped us but along the lines of not even just like planning your weekly meals but have things on hand that are already prepared mm-hmm. um, I know you like to freeze like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches so you have like easy grab and go stuff you do you do a lot of freezer meals Mm -hmm. I like to um meal prep where I cook like a big batch of like chicken some sweet potatoes some sort of vegetable um so my husband and I can pack a healthy lunch Mm -hmm. instead of just always having to feel like we're grabbing something or lately I have I've been traveling a lot so my meal prepping hasn't been on point but um lately it's like oh shoot it's 2 30 in the afternoon I haven't had lunch yet and I'm grabbing like a beef stick and some crackers yeah. out of the pantry which is not very nutritious <laughs> you know I mean there's worse things I could be eating I guess but like if you plan ahead carve out a little bit of time on your weekend where you just make a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. all at once you save yourself time in the long run, so you're not as rushed or busy. You also save money. I even will make a uh, a gallon of like cold brew at home. So my husband has his iced coffee that he can take out the door each morning instead of having to go through Starbucks or Dutch Bros and spending more money, taking more time out of his day. Um, so, mm-hmm. and there's this, a great website called Prep Dish. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of that, but um, she gives you a bunch of menu ideas you can pick those and then she gives you step by step on how to prep it on the weekend so that it's less for the week yeah there are so many resources out there that can help you find a way to organize these life hacks Mm -hmm. and and accomplish them Mm -hmm. um but you know back to the beginning be careful because you can get lost in that rabbit hole of researching all these and great managing resources. all these and, things. Yeah. 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 One thing you mentioned um, earlier, Kelly, was planning a route when you're running errands. Oh, yes. That is really good. I, I hear of friends that are like, oh, I'm going to run here and then I'll run back there and then I can pick up your kid. I'm like, what? Is, oh, yeah. Why are you driving so much? <laughs> this, this has been like game changer for me um, since my kids were really young and just really, I don't know why, but it just clicked and made so much sense. Um, I think maybe because we, back in the day, um, we only had one car. We were a one car family, which is kind of unheard of out here in Phoenix because it's such a big city. So it can be really challenging. You don't have like a lot of public transportation um, to rely on. It's getting better. But back then we were a one car family. And so I really had to use my time well because we did have to take my husband to work and pick him up or take the kids to school, pick them up. So I couldn't just always hop in the car when I wanted to, to like 
go run run one errand. Mm-hmm. It really had to make sense. Plus, we were trying to be very budget conscious of gas and all those kind of things. And it saves yourself so much time. If you really think about, okay, what errands do I need to run? Are they close to each other? Like how much time would it take me to run to Target and Costco and the UPS store because I have to do an Amazon return? And are they close to each other? Can I find locations for all those places that are nearby so I can do one big like loop versus you know, don't go to the grocery store, come home, then unload the groceries, then go back out to go to the UPS store. Like, think through what you're doing. Okay, I need to return this. So let me do that first, then go to Target because I'm not buying any groceries or anything cold there. Then do Costco last because it's on the way home and I'm going to be getting all my, you know, perishables, you know. So mm-hmm. really thinking about what are you doing. Um Now, if it's like I just have an Amazon return, well, there's a UPS store right by my kid's school. So I'll throw that in the car and I won't go there until it's either like on the way to school if they're open or when I pick them up from school on the way home, I make it on my way. So Mm -hmm. it's not any extra time out of my day. And you don't realize how much those little trips back and forth, back and forth add up. They can make you feel really stressed out because you're like, oh, I got to go here. I got to go there. And they cost more in gas with all the back and forth. So planning a route, having like a, a, a kind of like almost like a schedule to your yeah. your errand well, running for sure. can make it much more efficient. I would say in, in kind of summary, <laughs> these are all great tricks and shortcuts, right? To increase our productivity and try to free up um, our lives to have a little more margin. But one of the most important things is um, really finding some weekly rest and mm-hmm. just having a Sabbath day. And depending on your schedule, that might not be on Sunday. But I love the phrase that Emily P. Freeman says. She says she calls weekly rest sitting down on the inside Mm -hmm. and so that could be for you reading baking napping watching a movie with your family worshiping whatever um that will real that is the biggest life hack where you're stilling yourself down and calming your soul Mm -hmm. enough to be able to be in communion with others and to be able to to hear from god and i think um in this age of stress and crazy schedules it's really important to restore calm and order and try to keep this these good rhythms in our home Mm -hmm. so that we can prioritize the things that matter most which are the people and yeah and Mm -hmm and our relationship with God. So um, we hope that these are helpful and that they, and you don't have to do any of them, but we just hope that maybe it will spur you on to think, okay, what are some areas that I can maybe um, simplify or uncomplicate things Mm -hmm. and give myself grace so that I can um, make my life a little simpler. Yeah, give yourself grace to not do it all or do it in a way that works for you. Do it in a way that brings the people in your home together and provides that that space and that time and and even with the one around rest like rest in a way that is restful to you i even heard our pastor once say like for him sabbath is going for a hike and getting out in god's nature and being just alone with the lord like that's restful for him so all of this to say what works well for us might not work well for you find the life hacks that really bring um, some peace 
some order, some joy, some flexibility, and most of all, some rest to your life. So that way you can love the Lord and serve your family and your friends well. Thank you for listening to the Grace Based Family Podcast. This is part of Family Matters Ministry. For more information, check us out at gracebasedfamilies.com and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Until next time. 